Bill O'Reilly here. Friday, September 16th, 2022. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening this week in America. New survey finds Christians will be a religious minority in the next few decades. Teachers in Ohio can now carry guns in the classroom. Americans tune out the Emmy Awards. More adults gambling on football than any other time in history. Also, the message of the day, update listeners, sound off. But first, a new poll from Pew Research finds Christianity will be a religious minority in the USA by the year 2070. During the 1990s, nearly 90% of Americans considered themselves Christian. That figure now stands at 64% and is projected to fall below 50%. The fastest growing faith movement in the USA, no religion. 25% of Americans now describe themselves as atheist or agnostic. New law in Ohio permits teachers to carry guns in the classroom. The rules went into effect this week. Educators are allowed to bring firearms to work if they complete 24 hours of training and a written test. Republicans passed the bill in June after a school shooting in Avaldi, Texas, left 21 people dead. You'll remember that. Similar laws are being considered in Arkansas, Missouri, and Florida. TV ratings for the Emmy Awards falling to an all-time low. Just 6 million people watched the broadcast, down 25% from last year. By comparison, 22 million Americans watched the Emmys back in 2005. Executives blame the dismal audience on streaming. More than 90% of U.S. households now subscribe to a service like Netflix or Amazon. That figure was just 20% 10 years ago. A record 32 million Americans placing bets during the National Football League's opening week. The U.S. Gambling Association confirms $10 billion was waged on the games, mostly through the Internet. A dozen states now have legalized online gambling, including New York, Connecticut, Louisiana, Wisconsin. The gambling industry generated $65 billion in the USA last year alone. But be very, very careful. Like the casinos, you cannot win betting on football. The odds are just too strenuous. You might win once in a while, but not in the long run. In a moment, update listeners have their say. Right back. Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. 
So please go to fastgrowingtrees.com. Use promo code Bill at checkout. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. Listener sound off. We do this each Friday, as you may know. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Bill at BillOReilly.com. That's where I live. Name and town, if you wish to opine. Let's begin with James, who is in Smithville, Tennessee. Hey, Bill, the rising level of anger in this country is frightening. In a recent broadcast, you dismissed any possibility for a coming civil war. Why? Because most Americans are law-abiding, and most Americans are not violent. James. So, it is inconceivable that people would take up arms and try to kill other citizens. That's not going to happen. What is happening, unfortunately, is the rise of hate. And there will be cranks and psychopaths who hurt other people, but not on a mass level. That is not going to happen. Larry, Palm Bay, Florida, on electric cars, has anyone considered what will happen when we have 50% electric cars on the road? Federal and state fuel tax goes toward improving and building our highways. Where then will the money come from? Come on, Larry. (laughs) You know, it's the government. They will find a way to tax your vehicle. It might be a tax on tires. It might be a tax on how many miles you drive in your electric cars. <laughs> you know, there's no limit to the taxation in America. No limit at all. Wayne is in Oklahoma City. Many of the low-information voters are that way because the left does not want them informed. Through the media and the education system and with the influence of pop culture figures, they all work together to keep the public ignorant. Wayne, if you don't know what's going on in this country with all the vehicles of information available, then you don't want to know. The low-information voter is lazy, is apathetic, does not care about his or her country. It's not the left or the right's fault. It's their fault. Rod, Hagerstown, Maryland. O'Reilly, can you try to secure an interview with President Biden? Not to embarrass him, but to respectfully ask tough questions that he needs to answer. Rod, let me break this to you. Biden doesn't do interviews with anybody. I can't remember him doing a tough interview. He goes to Anderson Cooper on CNN, and Cooper sits there and lets him say anything he wants. I have interviewed six presidents, okay, including Biden's prior boss, Barack Obama. One time I ran into Joe Biden in Washington, and I said, hey, come on, you got to talk to me. He was vice president then. And uh, he, go, he laughed. He goes, I'm not coming on a factor. I said, why not? He goes, you don't need me. Joe Biden would never do an interview with me. He couldn't handle it. It's as simple as that. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by putting it together. For more honest news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com. 
My new book, Killing the Legends, The Lethal Danger of Celebrity, out September 27th. In a moment, something you might not know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 402 years ago today, a ship carrying 100 passengers departed from Plymouth, England. The destination? A vast, unexplored section of the North American wilderness. This is the story of the Mayflower. Ten years earlier, the British Crown began persecuting subjects who opposed the Church of England. A small group of Puritans who did not believe in English law decided to pursue religious freedom in the New World. The separatists, as they were called, won financial backing from a group of investors called the London Adventurers, who were promised a huge share of the New World's colony's profits. The Mayflower left the south coast of Britain on September 16, 1620. Its passengers were a blend of Puritans and entrepreneurs. After 66 days at sea, the ship missed its original destination of Virginia, instead arriving off the coast of Massachusetts, a much colder place. The sailors named the original outpost Plymouth, after the English port. Life in the New World was brutal. Within 12 months, half of the colonists had died from disease and starvation. Out of desperation, they forged alliances with local Indian tribes to survive. A Native American named Squanto, who spoke English after being captured years earlier by British explorers, taught the settlers how to survive in the wilderness. As an expression of gratitude towards Squanto and his tribe, the pilgrims held a three-day feast in November 1621. That would be the first Thanksgiving, although they didn't call it that. The Mayflower eventually returned to England, where the boat was scrapped for timber a few years later. Over the decades, the economy of Plymouth, the New World, steadily grew. It became a major whaling hub in the 18th century. 
The town, of course, still exists in Massachusetts. It is a lively tourist place. Back after this. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.